Hello, and welcome to the Joplin and Andrea podcast, where we discuss all things faith, family, and fun. Welcome to today's show. It's good to be back after a couple-week break. We're excited to be podcasting again today. Today's lineup, we have Living with Joy, yes. Learning Spanish, and Losing Big as we discuss how bad I lost uh, the whole thing on the Grinch, mm -hmm. the voting from our last podcast. And uh, so that's going to be a sad section for me. Big win for Andrea. But uh, we're going to finish the show with that. First thing we're going to do today, we want to talk about living with joy and uh, kind of the do's and don'ts of, um, you know, how to live with joy. It's the reality that all of us are living in um, unparalleled times and life is difficult and Marriage is difficult, and raising kids is difficult, and jobs is difficult, and money's difficult, and the country's difficult. And the reality is that most of us are all living in troubled times. And so, what separates those who live with joy during these periods of time mm -hmm. versus those that are very pessimistic, very negative all the time, very discouraged? And so hopefully we can help y'all with a little, uh, some ideas and pointers that uh, we use in our life to try to be ruled by joy. Andrea, I'm going to start with you. What are some of the, the important things to do mm -hmm. to maintain an attitude of joy? Um, I think the biggest thing is that we have to be intentional about obtaining it. And so um, being intentional looks a little different for a different people and um, just what makes them happy or what makes them tick or what makes them go but um, putting God first and foremost making sure that he's right up there because the Bible says that you know if we can um, apply his word to our life that he will give us all those things even though tomorrow we're not uncertain of or maybe today we lost a, um, our job or anything um, but just being focused on him and those promises seem to help a lot but you know sometimes we're just in a, a hard day and age where um, sometimes we still are struggling and so I think intentionally about putting things in your life that do give you a breath of fresh air that maybe if you like painting find some time to paint or if you like time outside in your garden or just going on walks um, making sure that you're you're putting those things into practice because all those things help um, just lighten the mood, lighten the spirit, help you be joyful because you are doing a few things in the midst of crazy that help you. Yeah, so you keep, keeping your focus on the Lord um, through it all. That's right. And you referenced, I believe you're referencing Matthew chapter 6 there when Jesus said, in essence, that God takes care of the lilies of, of the uh, field, that he takes care of the birds of the mm -hmm. sky, that... You know, the average person in the world is concerned about, you know, what they're going to wear, what's going to happen tomorrow, um, you know, what what they're going to eat. And he says, your Heavenly Father knows that you need these things. Yeah. And so seek Him first and His kingdom. Yeah. And all those things, God's going to take care of. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you find that principle in Matthew chapter 6, absolutely critical of the things we ought to do have to be intentional about to maintain an attitude of joy yeah um what I know else? I know some people some you know exercise is a good thing too because it's a really good stress reliever and it helps you stay um physically healthy too and so that helps and um I know for us like right now I'm kind of in a season where I I I'm not able to exercise too too much just from having surgery but um 
like to try to do something, even if it's walking or even if it's, you know, doing something to just help get my heart rate up and keep my mind, you know, focused on some things like that. So exercise is a good thing too. Um, I don't know. I think that's really what I have. Well, I think that um, for us, a lot of times it is exercise and there's some uh, some medical science behind ha- the way exercise impacts the attitude and overall outlook on life. Um, I don't want to make too much of exercise and um, diminish other forms of being intentional about finding, you know, your thing that gives your mind a bit of rest. And so for some people, it might be fishing. Yeah. Might be a round of golf. uh, Might be writing. Might be reading. Might be just a nice walk out in nature. Um, There's, and the list could go on and on and on. I do think, though, there's this connection to taking time to just get away from the hustle of life because as I think everybody knows, I imagine every one of our listeners can resonate with this truth that for the most part, if we wanted to be busy constantly, there's always something to do. And it seems like it's impossible to find time to fish or exercise or Mm -hmm. do whatever those things are. But God designed us to need rest. And I I think I want to use that to lead into, we've got to remember that God created one day a week that was supposed to be a day of rest. And and now it's not even a day of rest. It's, It's a day of, for most people, you know, two hours of complete time they might spend from the time they leave their house to the time they get home for church, but they're still going and doing and, mm-hmm. and, and doing things. And we have to remember that God created us to need rest. Yeah. And physically, you know, if you don't ever sleep, everybody knows this, if you're, if you're getting bad sleep or you're not sleeping much at all, you don't think correctly. Um, your body's under more stress. Your mind is under more stress. You, it's, it's almost impossible to really maintain an attitude of joy when you are days behind on sleep. And so I think there's this big principle there that we will have uh, better attitudes, live with more joy when we embrace God's design that we were not created to go 100 miles an hour seven days a week. Yeah. We need to learn to rest, and sometimes, and this sounds, this might sound silly to some some folks, but for us, a lot, for me, a lot of times, a place of mental rest mm-hmm. is my time of exercise. Whether I'm riding a bike, um, running, which I don't do a whole lot of, um, working out in the gym, just whatever the exercise might be, it really is a time for me that, for one reason or another, my mind tends to hit pause on all the other stressors that I tend to have to to deal with. So, whatever your thing is, you've got to be intentional about building it into your life. You know, I don't think it has to be every day, it, even if it's three or four days a week. If yeah. you have, if you're not doing it at all, start with one or two days a week. But find that thing in your life that helps you rest so i think those are some good positives one other thing that just came to mind too is that i think it helps to to stay focused on the things that are good that are positive that we do have that are um going in the right direction find that person in your life that maybe is an inspiration that does encourage you when you want to when you need it or um 
or it's just a great listening year or, you know, whatever it is. And so I think that, you know, keeping our minds focused too, because it's so easy when we're having a bad day or when anything happens that just wasn't part of the plan to want to just let it all go. And all of a sudden everything can become rough and negative and bad. And, and that's your moment might be, but that doesn't mean overall has to be. So just staying focused on things that are good around you. That was going to be my final um, piece of advice was that you need to have someone you can talk to. Mm-hmm. At least one person that you can talk to that has the ability to listen, hear you out, and then has this you know ability to see the silver lining in the cloud, help us realign our thoughts, remind us that God's in control, mm-hmm. remind us that God didn't bring us this far to let the whole, you know, let our life fall apart and that God's able to take all things, work them out for our good. You'll find that if you have somebody you can just discuss and process things with that you're dealing with, that the very act of talking about it can be helpful at restoring the joy in your life that you desire to live with. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's been very helpful for me. Um, I've got a couple of people in my life that I feel really open that I can just talk with on a fairly regular basis and sometimes I'm the one calling and, and kind of talking about where I'm at. Sometimes it's the other way around. But it is an incredibly helpful, important piece of living with joy. And, you know, it is, it's one thing for the Bible to tell us. And, uh, for example, Philippians chapter 4, that we need to think on the things that are pure and good and holy and righteous and true and a, a virtue. And that is the absolute truth. But it takes discipline. And you will also find that having the right people in your life help it's you do huge. that. You will find that being intentional about focusing on God and getting your mind and your, your thoughts off of all of your immediate needs, it helps you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll find that taking care of yourself and getting the sleep you need, um, getting the nutrition you need, getting the exercise you need, you'll find that all of these things play a role. None of them are the magic bullet, but they all play a role yeah. in helping us maintain an attitude of joy. Let's talk about some of the don'ts. What are some of the things that we you need to be careful to not do, like uh, joy um suckers is that yeah. a, is that a, can i use that word on there a yeah. joy the things that suck joy out of your life yeah you I, i'm gonna tell a quick little story okay okay um so yesterday i got in a little fender bender oh and this um, is true i didn't think you, i did not know she was going to tell us i'm liking the story already i will say that it sucks the joy right out of me and I almost wanted to cry because I don't know. I, it's been years and years since I've been in any kind of wreck. And it was just not real great how it happened. Um, somebody kind of cut two of us off and we ended up having a fender bender. And um, I was not happy about it. And I wanted to let the joy get sucked right out of me. And I'm just thankful because I was a little worried about his reaction. I was not quite sure how you were going to react to my fender bender. And um, anyway, I was thankful because uh, I had a friend that was just texting me shortly after and I told her, I said, you know, I I said, I just got in a fender bender and I'm just, I'm really just sad and I'm upset. And she's like, 
oh my gosh, are you okay? And, you know, it was just cool. First of all, she's checking on me. And then second, she's like, I'm just going to stop what I'm doing and pray for you. And so anyway, I'm just thankful for the people that pop in our life. And then How did all I handle day it? long. How did I handle it? Did I do well? You did well. See? You did really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He was like, well, at least you're not hurt. Yeah. Yep. Nobody got hurt. It's going to be all right. And then the rest of the evening, he continued to send me these gifs of people ramming into something or getting like bumped into or a little clip from a movie where you know somebody's getting run into with a train or you know something yeah. like that so uh yeah he helped make light of it and so anyway it kind of turned my sadness into not so sadness anymore and so anyway i'm still not like super thrilled about it but there's nothing i can do so we just still gotta, have joy just gotta keep focusing on the good and so even having said that i mean we can be that for others and so being conscious of the fact that like you know other people did that for me and that you know i can be that for others if you're thinking about somebody it's for a reason send them a quick text let them know you're praying for them or you hope you have a great day or you know you can be a little spark of life in somebody's life every day um as life things happen. So there's my story. That's a good story. And I think the moral <laughs> of that story is if you don't want to get rammed in your vehicle, make sure you're not driving in front of Andrea. There it is. Is that the folks. moral of the story? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, thank the Lord nobody got hurt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love you, babe. Yeah. So thank the Lord nobody got hurt. We're yeah. All... And it turns out it was totally somebody else's fault that wasn't even in the wreck. Right? There was a mystery person that, that cut off <laughs> the person in front of her and made him hit the brakes. And it was just a yeah. terrible deal. It was a terrible, terrible deal. deal. Or Stop we it. are so sorry, Andrea, about oh. that. And we are glad everybody's fine. I kind of feel like I need to drive you to the spot now and give you a moment by moment, a moment of what play happened. Play by play. And I'll go get the gentleman that was in front of me because he okay. also said that. He, he did it say was, it. He's like, you rammed me. From behind, but well, this he was not your fault, man. Well, he actually almost hit that car. He almost did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's a tragedy. Yeah. I'm just glad. Honestly, I am. I'm glad everybody's fine. It's just a car. Mm. And we'll get it fixed. Yeah. We'll get it fixed, won't we? Yeah. Shout out to the insurance agency. This is awesome. I don't even know how this made it into the story of joy, but see, we can have joy. You've got to learn to have joy in all things. I, I know. Think what do you what mean you don't know about. how? You don't know how it made it into this story. <laughs> okay. Y'all helped me maintain my joy, even though I was about ready to cry. Yes. See? Oh, we're, but next and we're going to talk happens. about... And life does happen. you got to learn to roll with the punches. Yep. And just text your wife. I, I, I sent her a picture of a ram smashing into the back of a guy and Knocking him pushing into him the into lake. the water. That mm -hmm. was pretty funny. Yep. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen Night at the Museum. But when um, uh, the guy's tied to the train tracks and uh -huh. uh, he's trying to beg him not yeah, to hit him with the train, yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny. And then uh, the the cowboy yells, ram him full speed ahead. I sent her that clip. Yep. It, was, it was fun. We had a good it time. Was. I had a good time. Yeah. I don't know if you had a good time, but I had a good time with yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. It was so, great. So anyway. Right, what, what are the don'ts? What are keep the, things, the joy alive. <laughs> what are the things not to do? Um, what are the things that suck joy out of our lives? Well, if you would have yelled, that yeah. would have just sucked it right out. <laughs> well, I so don't it. yell at people. So don't, yeah, don't yell at people. Um, 
Um, well, really focusing on the bad, like focusing on it, just letting it consume you. I mean, obviously there's a time and a place when you have to kind of look on some of the bad, but try to, try to put some things that are good in there, even if you're having a rough day or, um, you know, this sounds silly, but if you like coffee or you like, you know, something, go get yourself something that you just love that day that you wouldn't normally, if, um, you need something to just kind of bring a smile to your face. There's always little things like that, that i think that we can put into place if you are having a rough day make sure you can try to take time that day to go on a little bit of a walk if you enjoy nature you keep bringing up the things you should do we're talking about the things i don't know not to, you don't know what not to do like to keep you know what are the things that oh, suck joy out of a person's life don't not go on a walk <laughs> just okay kidding. i'm gonna just give kidding. i'm gonna give you some okay uh, gonna... You've got to cut negative people out of your life. That's one thing um, that you can't do is hang around negative people. You you cannot continue to put yourself in places and conversations that suck the joy out of your life. Yeah. People that are successful at living and maintaining an attitude of thankfulness, joy, gratitude. These are people that are intentional about yeah. what they listen to, what they watch, the type of things they read. And I'll tell you a big one that uh, a lot of people listening need to heed is what you do with social media. Yes. You will find that social media sucks the joy out of people. And while most of you listening probably spend a lot of time on social media, I would challenge you to ask yourself this question and be honest about it. Be honest about the answer. Do you generally feel better or worse after checking in on your social media? Do you generally feel better or worse after 15 to 30 minutes on Facebook? And if your answer is generally, I feel worse, why do you spend so much time on it? Mm -hmm. I think it could go the same saying with the news. There's so much negative in the news right now that if you're a big news person, quit looking at it. I agree totally. Um, it's a it's a. We don't the highlight the joyful for? things in the news. No, it's, it's always the negative. Mm -hmm. um, this is a discipline that I've put into practice in my life. I will read headlines about twice a week just so that I know I have a consciousness of what's happening in our country. Um, I rarely read articles. I have not watched TV news in almost two years. I just don't watch it for several reasons. It's negative. Yep. And I don't trust it. I know the fact is that when I look at my world and I look at my home and I look at my neighbors and I look at my town and I look at my state, it doesn't look anything like the absolute catastrophe that every single news article tries to tell me this world is in. I live around some great people that love one another and that are serving you know each other and that are making our community better and that are raising you know families together and and my world is great. Yep. I'm not ignorant and this is the thing that happens with a lot of doomsayers and negative people that just don't know how to live with joy. They think that uh, everyone else that lives with joy sticking their head in the sand. That's not the case, but I'm not going to allow my life to be dominated by negativity, and I'm going to obey the Word of God to not think on those things and to think on what is good, to think on what is pure. 
And so one of the don'ts is don't get wrapped up and sucked into the vortex of negativity. This is, uh, you know, hard to say on the air, but I've had to delete a ton of people um, off of Facebook, which I don't look at Facebook nearly like I used to. But I've got to the place where if somebody's calling people idiots, if somebody's saying negative garbage, just people can be so hateful. And um, I don't. Most of the the people that are, you know I've been friends with are professing Christians. It's amazing to me the negativity that spews out of so many people that you know claim the joy of Christ on their life. And I just it's like I'm not gonna I don't I don't want to offend somebody when they find out we ain't friends anymore. But I'm not gonna live my life allowing their negativity to impact my day. I don't want to see it. I don't want to read it. I don't want to have to scroll past it delete unfriend i am not putting up with this garbage in my life and i'm not going to let that poison impact me that might sound harsh but i'm telling you something if you want a life that's dominated by joy you've got to get serious about cutting out the negative influences in your life and i think you know my wife would say that for the most part i do tend to live with joy i i tend to live with an attitude of thankfulness i'm excited about life um and it's not that nothing ever gets to me because that's not true either it's not like i have the inability to feel you know pain and and negative emotions but i'm just telling you you got to be intentional about it yeah so i think that's the key is intentional about it and keeping our minds focused I was just so joyful there a second ago. I couldn't think of anything negative. Andrea is normally <laughs> a person that's full of joy, and that helps me a lot. Um, it does help being around somebody, being married to somebody that is full of joy all the time. And that is Miss Andrea. She's the best at it. Speaking of joy. What are we talking about next? Learning Spanish? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. You know what? I don't know that that's a good transition, speaking of joy, learning Spanish, but it's been a journey. It has been a journey. It's been a journey. Yeah, I like to pretend I know a whole lot more than I do. What are we going to talk about learning Spanish today? Well, okay, so Joplin and I, what, was it two years ago? A couple years ago. Two years ago, took Spanish through Spanish 5, and it was a great course, and we went to Honduras shortly after that, so we got to use it, and then now we just don't use it near as much um in our daily lives and so we kind of have lost a little bit of it and not gotten too much better but i've tried and tried like little bits here and then i wonder if i'm like pronouncing it right and learning spanish is hard yeah i think learning any language is hard especially if you're not able to speak it on a regular basis that's what makes it really difficult we'll we'll make some headway we'll go to you know honduras or mexico and and really brush up on our spanish go down have a handful of conversations and come back with some steam on learning this language and then it'll go dormant for four months and you start forgetting words because you haven't used them enough for Uh them to like just be there you know yeah and so you all pray for us i'll tell you one of the main reasons that i want to start learning spanish is i felt a call to spanish ministries Mm -hmm. i felt a call to spanish speaking nations and so it's not like this was just some hobby we wanted to do on the side hey we've got nothing to do let's try to learn spanish there was a burden to learn it it hadn't gone away. Both her and I want to be good at it. So you all pray for us. Yeah, I do. To uh, to learn our Spanish. To learn and to more get than just at. what. I'd like to do a podcast in Spanish. Wouldn't si, you? See, si. 
<laughs> That's yes for those of you that don't know. Well I done, did, Andrea. I did well try to. Done. I needed Hallie to come upstairs last night. Actually, Michaela and I both did, and so we tried using nothing but Spanish to get her up the stairs. And so the fun part did it work? is, well, it would have worked, but she just didn't want to come up because she was in the middle of homework and she didn't want to stop. Okay. So yes, the fun. But the fun part though is that like I think I had this good sentence but somebody that is very fluent spanish might be like "Mm, nope no that's why i like talking to children because they just like it that you try to talk in their language and and i feel way more comfortable talking with grade school kids than i do adults in spanish yeah so fun story um we have this young girl that is not in our program she's too old but she's my facebook friend and she tries to FaceTime us all the time. And it is the cutest thing ever, but mind you, we are very little in Spanish and that's all she knows. And so it is so great though, because she doesn't care. Yeah, she she don't just care. wants to look at you and smile. And we talk back and forth with these very few things that we know how to say. And anyway, it's fun. So yeah, pray for us because we are learning and it is fun. And finally yeah. today, we've got to give an update. Last podcast. Andrea requested a Grinch costume and an elf costume. And I got a little overconfident that if we did a vote that uh, I knew some people would vote yes. But I didn't think we should have 10 <coughs> more yes votes than I have. And so... Turns out I had 50. She did. Kind of got annihilated. Yeah. <laughs> Annihilated, man. She's yeah. feeling fierce. <coughs> well, I also have a Christmas cup on here today, too, to represent my winnings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was wondering so, why you had that cup up here. I didn't ask her yeah, about it, but I, yep. now I get it. Okay, yep. she's rubbing it in a little bit. I lost by, like, more than 50 votes, and so... Thanks to all you people, Andrea yes. is having a custom Grinch outfit made. We looked and tried to find one. We couldn't find the one she wanted. A friend of hers at church said, hey, I think I can sew that thing up. So she's got got somebody building her or sewing her her own Grinch suit. And I can't wait. It's going to be so... She had to wear it on a podcast to uh, show y'all what you have done to this home by voting her a Grinch costume. So I'm, I'm I'm, I'm a big loser here. And I have got to find a way to win a few more of these um, things that we do here on the podcast. It seems like I always get beat. And so, and I have all the great ideas. And you have all the great ideas. And I'm just kind of, I just feel like I'm outnumbered even though there's two of us. Outnumbered. That's what I feel. <laughs> I feel like I'm outnumbered here a little bit. But um, anyways, she's getting the Grinch costume. That's right pretty pumped about that so thank you for all you that went and voted casted your votes so that we could annihilate him (laughs) (laughs) all right hey we love you guys hope you all have a great weekend we'll see you next week (laughs) surprised you with my car talk yeah yeah because it instantly wanted to ruin my day We're done, buddy.